Blog Talk Radio. I have uh, written a poem for a woman who rides a bus in New York City. She's a maid. She has two shopping bags. When the bus stops abruptly, she laughs. If the bus stops slowly, she laughs. If the bus picks up someone, she laughs. If the bus misses someone, she laughs. So I watched her for about nine months. I thought, mm, uh-huh. Now, if you don't know black features, you may think she's laughing. But she wasn't laughing. She was simply extending her lips and making a sound. <laughs> I said, oh, I see. That's that survival apparatus. Now, let me write about that to honor this woman who helps us to survive. By her very survival, Miss Rosie, through your destruction, I stand up. So I used the poem with Mr. Paul Lawrence Dunbar's poem, Masks, and my own poem for old black men. Mr. Dunbar wrote Masks in 1892. We wear the mask that grins and lies. It shades our cheeks and hides our eyes. This debt we pay to human guile. With torn and bleeding hearts, we smile and mouth with myriad subtleties. Why should the world be overwise in counting all our tears and sighs? Nay, let them only see us while we wear the mask. We smile, but oh my God, our tears to thee from tortured souls arise, and we sing. Hey, baby, we sing, hey, the clay is vile beneath our feet and long the mile, but let the world think otherwise. We wear the mask. When I think about myself, (laughs) I almost laugh myself to death. My life has been one great big joke, a dance that's walked, a song was spoke. I laugh so hard, (laughs) I almost choke when I think about myself. Seventy years in these folks' world, the child I work for calls me girl. I say, (laughs) yes, ma'am, for working's sake. I'm too proud to bend and too poor to break, so (laughs) I laugh until my stomach ache when I think about myself. My folks can make me split my side. I laugh so hard, (laughs) I nearly died. The tales they tell sound just like lying. They grow the fruit but eat the rind. (laughs) I laugh (laughs) until I start to cry when I think about myself and my folks, and the little children. My fathers sit on benches. Their flesh count every plank. The slats leave dents of darkness deep in their withered flank, and they nod like broken candles, all waxed and burnt profound. They say, but sugar, it was our submission. That made your world go round. There in those pleated faces, I see the auction block, the chains and slavery's coffles, the whip and lash and stock. 
my father's speaking voices that shred my fact and sound. They say, but sugar, it was our submission and that made your world go round. They laughed to shield their crying. They shuffled through their dreams. They stepped and fetched a country and wrote the blues in screams. I understand their meaning. It could and did derive from living on the ledge of death. They kept my race alive by wearing the How strong you have to be to make a black woman smile? Do you have any idea what an accomplishment that is? Because she has borne the weight of this country on her back for 400 years. She's been carrying the load of America in her belly since its infancy. She has suffered the agony of unassisted, husbandless childbearing since the 60s. Have you any idea how much strength it takes to put a smile on her face? You need the strength of Samson, the nerve of Joshua, and the courage of David facing Goliath. Because she has cultivated in her womb the marvel of the universe, only to have her hopes and dreams aborted and her aspirations show up dead on arrival. She's given birth to kings and queens and delivered on her majestic promise only to see her children kidnapped and sold to a criminal with no respect for her royalty. If you can make a black woman smile, you are a miracle worker. Imagine breastfeeding your child in Virginia and having him snatched from your arms, branded, then hijacked to Louisiana and publicly fondled on a New Orleans auction block. If the memory of that pain was locked down in your DNA, would you be smiling if you breastfed someone else's child only to watch her grow old enough to call you darky, pickaninny, and nappy-headed jiggaboo? You wouldn't be smiling either. If you can make a black woman smile, you have done something. If you can make her smile, you are stronger than Atlas, because God knows she has been. She's been raped and ravaged and scorned and nearly annihilated. She's been pimped and pummeled and stoned and deliberately depreciated. She has cooked and cleaned and sewn and never been compensated. She's been forced to watch the offspring of her loins mangled and maligned across centuries. Her character has been continuously smeared, assassinated over and over and over, again and again and again. You ever thought about how strong you have to be just to be a black woman? She's had to make brick without straw after being stripped of all her customs, all her culture, 
in all her traditions. No other woman in the history of the civilized world has gone through what she's gone through. No other being on the planet has endured what she has endured. She's been chastised, criticized, demonized, and terrorized. She's had to stand when her man was bullwhipped for trying to stand. She's had to stand when her man was castrated for trying to stand. She's had to stand when her man was hung by his neck for trying to stand. She's had to carry her man because every time he tried to carry himself, he was murdered for trying to do so. Ask Betty Shabazz about Malcolm. Ask Coretta Scott King about Martin. Ask Emmett Till's mother. If you can make a black woman smile, you have achieved something. Since 1619, when we came in chains, the entire world's been messing with her brain, disrespecting her, calling her out of her name. And she's tired. Just plain Fannie Lou Hamer tired. Tired of being called B words and H words and N words and other words and everything except the child of God that she is. But the one thing in this world that will make a black woman smile is her man. A real man. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, she will smile. She will smile regularly and gladly. So man up, my brother. Man up and make your woman smile. Treat her like the queen that she is. She deserves it. And recognize this. In all of God's creation, there is nothing more alluring, more appealing, or attractive. Nothing more beautiful. Nothing more charming, more charismatic, or captivating. There's nothing more delightful. Nothing more elegant or exquisite. There's nothing more fascinating. There's nothing more inspiring intoxicating or invigorating there is nothing more magnificent nothing more lovely than a black woman's smile my skin is black my Along my hair is woolly, my back is strong, strong enough to take the pain inflicted again. What do they call me? My name is Aunt Sarah. My name is Aunt Sarah. Aunt Sarah. My skin is yellow. My hair is long. father was a rich 
For Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. Peace, everyone. Welcome to the Divine Connection Show, where we want to divinely connect with you. We are your hosts, Jessica and Tasia. Hope everyone is having a good day, having a good week. Yeah, how are you guys doing out there? I'm, how are you feeling, Tasia? I'm feeling okay. Feel good. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a little tired today, but it's all good because I'm getting some things done. You know, like the stuff that I said I was going to do um, when it comes to canning. Some food. I've done that the past two days. Yeah. Yes. Preparation. It's actually, let me tell you, I mean, unless you're used to doing this, 
unless you're used to farming and things like that, it is not for the weak. <laughs> it's not for the faint at heart because, I mean, yeah, from cutting everything up yourself. Oof. But, yeah, but anyway, can't complain. Got it all done. I've canned six big quarts of cabbage and made some pineapple jelly, and I just feel accomplished. So I have other things I want to do, but, you know, that's part of the whole survival prepping and everything. Um, plus your food tastes better when you do it yourself. It doesn't taste like the uh, aluminum. Yeah, and, and you like, know where your food came from. Right. You know it's not injected with anything else that might be harmful. Yeah. Why well, I feel a little tired, but that's just because I've been getting stuff done. So that's like work. But anyway, um, we chose these poems that some of you may have heard in the beginning and saw um, basically around the the black woman, the woman of color, melanated woman, indigenous woman. Um, because I feel like at this time, actually I felt like this a few weeks ago, not sure if the world feels this way, but um, I feel like the the women of color value on the women of color needs to increase. I mean, we already have the value. We already, right. It's already increased. It's just people other we need the world to see the value or should I say acknowledge and yeah I don't want to say bow down to the value but you know acknowledge it um you know women have always supported the man you know black men and fought we fight you know um empathize and I'm not saying it's not vice versa. Um, we know that the men are targeted. Our our, um, our black men are yeah, right, especially right now. Yeah, targeted or exposed. Both, both. Yeah, because yeah. it has been going on, but right yeah. now it's being highlighted. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but that all takes a toll on everyone, especially the women. Um, it's because it's just hits home because we have brothers, fathers, cousins, you know, either taken too soon or we've seen injustices. So it's just like we have to smile. And just like it just fits so perfectly, just like how my Angela's um, poem, The Mask, we have to mask when we're hurting. going through. We're hurting. We yeah. have to be that. We have to be strong in the midst of yeah, everything that's going on. Right. And it's like, it's very hurtful. Like, if you're going to work, you're putting on the facade. You have to wear the mask. We've done this mask thing for so long. When is it okay for women of color to just be vulnerable in the workplace, but also at home? Because women are also mostly looked at as the strong ones. Like, we're not allowed to be vulnerable. And if you are vulnerable, or crying or anything that is a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just for our, our um, relatives or friends, but just for the opposite race. Mm-hmm. Like they, like we're not allowed to be. And if we are, you know, but when we are vocal, we're just being too aggressive, you know. So, yeah, it's just 
it's just one of those. It's just a hard thing to um, sometimes deal with. But how do we change that? You know what I mean? How do we change that? And I think, like, being more accountable um, to our white cohorts, you know what I mean? Um, when they use their tears as a weapon to mm-hmm. try to manipulate. Yeah manipulate or demean us in that mm-hmm. way to get their agenda, you know, and they've, they've been doing that. That's practice. That's art. You know what I yeah, mean? That's, I mean, some people are taught that very young. Oh, yeah, very but they know how to put that show on, like, real quick. Like, if someone's calling, you got the Karens that are calling for no reason, and to get the police to hurry, they cry or fake cry on the phone to get there you know, attention to make it seem worse than what it is and it's nothing, nothing going on. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. And then Nina Simone, her song, The Four Women, that, what I like about Nina Simone is that she used her platform during the civil rights movement. So she um, she used that and she was well known, you know. And, but what she, The Four Women, Talking about the different, the different colors, colorism of the colored woman, mm-hmm. you know, from the one whose skin is black to the one whose skin is light and has the one that has the woolly hair, the one that has the fine hair. You know, it's just like even we know where we've come from, we know how far we have to go, but it's still going on to this day. How do we change that? You know, I just think we need to. For me, um, I've I've seen a lot of um, during social across social media. I've seen a lot of black love um, being enhanced, you know. Um, and what touched my heart this week was I saw that um, the original Black Panther from Milwaukee of yeah. Milwaukee yeah. stood up for the. Uh, I'm glad you said something about that. You always want to bring that up. Yeah, the black woman that was assaulted in the um, gas station, you know. Um, I don't know. It turns out I don't think he was the owner of the station, the gas station, but he totally confronted him and was like, you know, like they was a PS a black man from mm-hmm. Black Panthers of yeah, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And he came in and confronted the guy that worked at the desk because apparently he put his hands on her. I don't know if he grabbed her by her neck or her face or something, but he went in, he confronted him, he asked for his boss, and he said, you don't need to be working here. And he was straight to the point. He told him that he better not see him there. You know, and that was touching because women don't, we're not always supported in that way, and we don't feel protected. Mm-hmm. You know, the men are supposed to be our protective our Men are getting locked up. They're getting killed. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, who do we have? You know, who do you, who can you say you can turn to that's going to show up for you or even is willing to die or, you know, to, that was a big man. He, you know, he not just talked a good game. You could tell he was about that business, yeah. you know. So it's just like that guy changed his tone, tried to apologize to her, but he wasn't sorry the day before when it happened, you know. He didn't value the the black woman, you know, so it's just like, I don't know, I just feel like we are still 
And I don't know if it's going to be a forever fight. I don't know if they're trying to whitewash the whole, <laughs> the whole world. But, you know, it's just the, where the black woman is robbed of her identity through other races. Everything's taken from her. Mm-hmm. What do we have left? You know, it's like black appropriation everywhere. We can't, I mean, we wear cornrows to the back. It doesn't look right, you know, like the, the, the feed-in braids and then with the Kardashians wear it is just perfectly fine. We have always had full lips, big lips, wide hips, you know, and what? It looks better on the other race, you know. And even still, like, we're not showcased. We're not showcased. I mean, I, like, in Hollywood, things like a lot of the, the black men, they, if they're married to a black woman at first, they leave them for a lighter color, something else type of woman. Mm-hmm. And I commend those people that stay with their wife started with, mm-hmm. like Ice Cube, Denzel Washington, and Steve Harvey. I don't know. But it's just some, just very few. But there's, I don't even want to name the ones. There's so many others that just, I don't know, they get into up in Hollywood and get into fantasy world and then take whatever's thrown their way. And it's just, I don't know, it's just we don't see it. Therefore, your kids don't see enough of it. You know what I mean? They, they get a pump your, your little black girls up and let them know that they're pretty for their complexion, for their hair texture, for everything. You know, like um, the one I take care of, my little cousin, she's never wished for her hair to be straight. You know what I mean? She never wished for her edges to be away, to lay, you know, and it's just like, I mean, you already, they have to deal with the rest of the world. It's the children at the schools that raise your kids, too. It's not just, it's kind of why homeschooling and other forms of schooling would be better because, yeah, regular school, the teachers teaching and then the the other children teaching your kids is a lot different than what you would want them to be taught. You don't see what they deal with on a day-to-day. But, yeah, so it's just, yeah, and the kids see this. Kids see that you're supposed to be shaped a certain way. Even with women of color, we're shaped differently. We're not all shaped the same. And those that want a girl that looks like slim waist, white, everything else, like those that don't have that or a bigger woman or woman with the gut and all that, they have a story too. Like women, there's been so many women that have miscarried babies and their bodies didn't go back the same. They, you may meet a woman and she never had kids, but you may wonder why she looks like that. She probably has carried a baby in her womb or several because I know some people, some of my friends don't have babies right now, but they have miscarried babies, you know, and their bodies aren't the same. So I think we just need to be more sensitive to ourselves. Um, I know women, we got to grow with valuing ourselves, but there's a lot of women that value themselves. So I don't know if you're attracting those women because there's plenty of guys that say, well, women, black women act like this and that. Stop attracting those type of women to you. Like, I don't really see that on a regular basis. So you may want to change something up because if that's all you attract and that's why you don't like the women of color, then something's off. 
if that's what you really want. Some people just want that as a scapegoat. And then you have people that they outside the race because it's easier. And it's for another reason. I have a relative that dates somebody else, and it's because it's an opportunity. You know what I mean? It's not a true, <laughs> true situation. It's not true love or anything like that. But whatever, it's their business. But I just think we should definitely, I don't know, we need to show more love to the women of color. And if a woman has a bad attitude, just know that some, there's something there that makes her so defensive. You never know how many relationships she's been through. And then a lot of the women go through abuse and they go through trauma. And what have we had to do all our life was wear a mask. From children getting molested and raped and they had to wear a mask all their lives. So they're a little hard. So sometimes they got to break through the layers. and It's like an onion. There's layers there. It's not their true selves. They feel like they got to be hard, but why? Because no one else has helped them tear those walls down. No one else has made them feel secure or valuable, you know, or valued. So, therefore, if you see a woman and Oh, maybe you should smile. You don't know what she's been through that day. Don't tell a woman she needs to smile. Just smile at her and tell her hi. And, you know, I there's this guy that uh, worked at uh, Kroger, and every time he saw me, he called me queen. Told the young ones, but um, he was an older guy. He wasn't super old, though. But he told the teenagers, if you see a queen, you acknowledge a queen. You know, and then, I mean, what am I going to say? I'm just like, thank you, you know, like, it makes me smile, and it made me just keep going with my day. But he wasn't trying to hit on me or anything. He just called me queen. And there was another um, security guard at our job. He called me queen, too. He called me sister. But, you know, not to be confused with him flirting or I feel like, oh, you know, nothing like that. It's just if we had more of that, you know what I mean? If we had more of that. And it's just like we just I respect them, I speak to them. You know, so I don't know. It's just that's just the stuff that's on my mind and on my heart for the past few weeks. Like we're all going through something. Our black men are getting killed, we're hurting from it, you know. We ha we have to defend them. We would hope Hey Peace, what's up, what's up? I gotta cut in here. I really do. Hi. <laughs> Hey, how y'all doing? Good. We're but good. I have to cut in on some of the things you're saying about black women and black men. Okay. Let me ask you a question. How many times you walked up to a brother and called him a king? Not not a lot. Okay. That's my point. If you want to be treated a certain way, you want to be treated like a queen, you got to be looking for treating that man like a king. What you put out is what you're going to get. Right. Now, one sister, I'm 50 years old, (laughs) and I haven't ever had one sister walk up to Akeem and say, hey, King, how you doing? Mm -hmm, Because we haven't been taught to do that. (laughs) Never once. Now, you just said, you just said two brothers don't know you, not flirting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Called you a queen. So Mm -hmm. here's my point. What did I put out there? Did you prep? 
you started out the show saying that we need to validate the black woman, and I agree. I don't disagree with that. Uh, people need to recognize the power of the black woman. I agree. But there's a reason why black women are not being recognized and not getting that recognition that they deserve. And it's not anything outside of them that's causing it. Everything that they're experiencing is internal pain that they let out into the world and it's coming back on them. So if you don't think much of yourself, if you don't think much of yourself, what do you, how do you think the world is going to view you? If I don't love my king, how do I expect other people to love me? The first love, the first person I need to fall in love with is myself. Mm-hmm. What the issue is, a lot of these pain. sisters don't love themselves adequately enough to get the love that they need. They have allowed bad relationships with their fathers, their brothers and whatever bad relationship they have carried this stuff on instead of realizing that that's a process and that's a lesson and they've internalized it. Like you mentioned, that's just a, it's aggressive and she's, she's hard. That's because she's been through a lot. But the person who's coming at her politely didn't put her through it. Okay. You know, she's letting that wrath out on the public. Because she's been through some, no one else deserved to get that treatment because you've been through a lot with other people. Yes, we should be understanding and see through that, but she also has to deal with that pain and recognize why she went through it and, and learn to love herself regardless because, because she had a problem with this one guy or one father, whatever, doesn't make her any less divine. And this is what we're dealing with. The psychological profile of our sisters is so damaged, they don't see themselves the way God sees them. So where the healing needs to come is they got to recognize who they really are. Now, I know you two sisters, and I know y'all don't fit that profile. That's why y'all work with me. So I'm not putting y'all in that box, and I know other sisters that's not in that box. But a lot of our sisters are dealing with hurts, molestation, yes, molestation, sexual abuse, uh, physical abuse, and that pain is is deep inside of them. And because they're holding on to that pain, everybody in their in they realm, in their circle, feels it. So they're not healed. The black women don't need nobody to recognize her power. You can see it just by watching. The black woman is the most beautiful woman on the planet, the most exotic and the most divine woman on the planet. But the trouble is this. A lot of them don't know that and don't believe it. So when they don't believe it, the outside world reacts to what their belief system is. And that's where it has to start. The, the, the woman has to, that black woman needs to get, be given back who she really is. She needs to be re-educated her power. She is the the orchestrator, the originator, and every living being that's on this planet comes through her, the black woman. And let me be more specific, not the white woman, the black woman. I, I might have some white listeners who might disagree with me, but I don't care what they think. 
the black woman is the most powerful, most divine woman, but the trouble with the black woman is she, a lot of them don't recognize their power. And if some of them have power, you do recognize the degree of their power, they use it in a bad way. So that's where it has to start. The, that woman has to start learning and respecting herself. You, you watch all, I watch some of these shows, the sisters are calling themselves bees. I was riding down the road with my window down, and, and, and one of the girls, young girls, was singing a rap song about being a bee. I'm a bad bee. See, these types of things, they have bought into these false gods that's taken them away from their true divinity, and this is why we are in such a state of trouble, struggle. If the, if the sister doesn't get her mind right, then the whole nation of black folks is in trouble. Because why? Every human being, every black person, or I don't like using the word black, person of color, comes through her. She touches every living being on the planet. For nine months, that child is being nurtured inside of this woman, and if she's not in a proper environment, guess where all the children are going to come out? They're going to be messed up. So it's a re-education we have to do to show these sisters who they really are and their real power. And that's why you have so much of us dealing with the, we're struggling. We don't need white folks to validate us. We don't need a system to validate us. That has been the problem. We go to these other groups of people, you need to recognize me as I'm, I'm strong, black, this and that. We don't need that. That's really what messed us up trying to get validation, trying to be part of their food, part of their system. And, and no, we don't need them. Because all of these, these different groups of people live off of our commerce. They don't build nail shops near white neighborhoods. They don't build liquor stores near white neighborhoods. They, they build them all near our neighborhoods, the tourist spots near our neighborhoods. Why? Because we're the only people on the planet that do business with everybody, regardless of how they treat us. Mm-hmm. And our sisters spend the most money than the brothers do. How? Nail shops, foot spas, massage parlors. We don't own all. Of, we don't own a lot, a, a, a good quantity of that beauty supply. Let's not factor in clothes and, and groceries, you know, the necessities. But all of these, most of these people, Korean people, own these beauty supply places. And the beauty supply industry is a over a billion-dollar industry, and most of that money comes from our women. And a lot of them are buying stuff to assimilate and to become a copycat of what they define as beauty, the white woman. Well, a lot of women have changed, and a lot of women are, women are moving in that direction. I can't even tell you the last person I need my nails done, but I don't even mm-hmm. get them done. But I get them, go to black-owned nail salons or a black nail tech, mm-hmm. get my hair done only by people of color. Um, you can order hair online is just, there's black online shops now. I try to support them. Um, but I'm not just talking about me, but not just me. The people that I am around, mm-hmm. they're out here. Women are out here supporting um, other black businesses. And I'm not, I'm talking about before this last 
um, execution of George Floyd. I'm talking about mm-hmm. before that. You know, so it's building, and that's why I'm saying, like, what do we do? And it's going to take us to unify even more, like the women. The man upholds the the um, the woman. The woman upholds the man. But I've always seen, like, no matter what, the black women are always fighting. Um, and and the black men is bad, not. So, <laughs> I'm not saying not, but I'm saying they're the first. Like, they the first. They're the first okay. out of all the other races. They're the first. No, that's you know, not true. That's own. not true. That's not true, Jessica. Y'all not the first. Y'all not the first. Because if y'all was the well, first, my, that's what would happen. Y'all would be more incarcerated than us. Y'all would be more incarcerated than we are. Y'all would be more killed than we are if y'all were the first. It's us fighting. We out there fighting. You know, what it is is you don't see it on TV. Us fighting. I I got a a, a circle of brothers. In real life either. Well, that's in your circle, but I know I I mean, look at me. I just myself, I'm fighting for the people. Just teaching them how to go in the courtroom. And then the people that I taught have passed that knowledge down to other people. See, coming from the corporate world, you know, I've worked from jobs doing table. And I've worked in the corporate world, big, you know, Fortune 500 companies. The black male has to do almost three times the amount of work to be recognized for the least amount of work a white man has to do. And I have come into a company and watched how they have taken a black woman and a black man and pit them them against each other. They have taken a, a, a black woman and put her in a high position over a man who's been there a while and had more experience just to keep, because they, they never want a strong black man in any type of corporate environment, and at least when I was in those environments. Now, then they'll take that same sister and use her against the brother in the job place. I've been in this position several times, seen it, and... A few times, sister stood up and, and, and had my back, but most of the time, they playing. didn't. A few times. Okay. I'm, I'm, 50, I'm about to be 51, so I've been through and seen this thing play out. And, I, and, I, and, and, and it comes down to one thing. Because what you're seeing is symptoms of a greater problem, and the symptom is this, lack of self-love. It's that simple. Because if we had self-love, if I love myself properly and a sister loves herself properly, then we can come together and work together. Love our skin, be comfortable, don't let the distractions. Because society is going to always try to promote other people as being better with us. They've been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. The trouble is we got sidetracked by looking at those little Sideshows that they put on for us And boarded some of us have bought into that Yes, lately I've been noticing a lot of sisters waking up And they're wearing their hair more natural And I credit you two for that And I know of a, a bunch of others That's doing it But the brothers have been shot down You know, crippled To the point Where they're tired 
Like, yo. And then I don't mind fighting the world, but I don't want to come home and fight my woman and be questioning about my abilities like I'm not a man. And that's what a lot of brothers are dealing with. I cut here. I, I was a barber. And, I, and that's the – I, actually, I'm going to read a text because this is – because you – this subject is timely. I'm going to read a text message I got today. And it's from a sister. And, and she was upset because her brother married a white girl, right? Now, he has a child by a, 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 a sister prior to this relationship. And I told her, I said, don't judge your brother so quickly. Just ask him why he did it. Just ask him. Don't judge him. Now, I'm not into all of that, you know, that type of stuff. But what I'm saying is you have to, to understand and fix the problem, you've got to understand why people are doing what they're doing, right? So here's the text message. I'm going to read this. This is the sister texting me back. This is the sister texting me back. He said he just hasn't found the right one yet and that the ones he has come across was too bougie, just wanted everything. So basically what he's saying is, he wanted a sister. He couldn't find the right one. Some of them, he d- defined it as bougie, and they just wanted everything. What he's really saying is they wanted everything from him but wasn't willing to give him anything in return. That's really what he's saying. He said he don't like that. He said he wants to find one with a positive attitude, and he has not yet. Then she said, thanks for pushing me to do so because I really wanted to know. But she wasn't going to ask him. I said, just ask him what he's saying. So what, what this brother did, what this brother is really saying is he wanted the sister, but he didn't want to fight that, that baggage that was going to come with it. The pain from her past relationship, the pain from the, her bad relationship with her father, he didn't want that. And that's what we're dealing with when we get into relationships with each other. Yes, the sisters have been dogged out by society because you don't see them on, 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 on mainstream media. When you do, they're playing subservient roles or they're playing some back-end roles. But at the same time, the brothers have been emasculated. They've been, they, they basically, their genitals have been cut off. Their nuts have been cut off because the brothers you see on TV are these weak, uh, feministic-type black men. You don't see that strong... Hey, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and, and you know, if y'all don't like it, you know, I'm sorry, but this is how I feel, type of brother. You know, you're not seeing that. They they're not showing you that type of brother. So, and if any brother is like that, they consider him a male chauvinist, or he he he, he or he's angry or some some. Pretty much what the sister gets the label for. Get labeled for. Then. You have to look a little deeper. They have taken a sister and put her in positions of gatekeeper. You go to the courthouses. They're there. They're the ones you see to get the paperwork. So in order to get my paperwork through, i got to go in there and put on my charm. Hey, sis, how you doing? You know, that your hair looks great. i got to disarm her before I present her with what I want. It's a whole process. And then you get that really difficult sister I got to do a whole lot of work, you know, to get through her barriers, right? So they put her in a position of power as gatekeeper, and some of them have gone too far with those positions of power. 
Now, I'm just talking about the consensus of what's really going on. Why is our system 70% single, but also highest rate of single moms? Why? So responsibility got to start with self. And any problems that I have, any marriage or relationship that go bad, I can't blame it on the other person. I got to blame it on myself. I got to go look at that mirror and say, Akeem, what did you do to screw this up? But the sister has to do the same thing. The reason... She has, the reason why she's in that position is not because so much society, it's because she doesn't see herself as God fear. Once she changed that energy, guess what? The whole world will respect her. And let's pay for it because, I mean, if they've been torn down by whatever situation, whatever came her way, whatever hardship, like I said, it may not be that easy. And I'm not saying... Um, just because the guy speaks to the speaks to the woman of color, that she automatically has an attitude. I'm talking. I was saying, the ones that say, "Oh, just smile." You don't know what's on that woman's mind or whatever. Well, I'm not saying that the person wouldn't speak to the guy. I know if I walk past a guy, black guy, I make it a point to speak to him. I'm not going to be like everybody else in society that looks the other way, try to act like they don't want to make eye contact, try to act like they're afraid. You know, like, it is what you put out there. And then some people don't. It just, it takes growth. It takes guy. It's just, I'm just saying, just be nice. Just be nice. Both yeah. parties, be nice. You never know what that's going to do for the person at the end of right. the day. I agree. Somebody called me but, queen. It's like, oh, okay. You know, or if you call a man king. So how you come know, you call him king you can't back? just go around. Hey, you have to you can't just walk up. To, I'm not going to just walk up to any guy and just be like, hey, king, and anything. Oh, yeah, like, no, no, no. No, you, you can know, you just I, set the I record straight, hey, I'm just showing respect for the brother. Yeah, I'm, I'm just showing respect for you. You can do that. Yes, what I'm saying is, that's why I preface it. How many times have you walked to a guy and said, hey, king? Why? You, I don't. You, 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 do it's that. okay. I just, I don't suffice, you know. I think hello's good enough. Um, you know, how huh? I'm doing See? type of thing. I said, I think hello's You suffice. like, but you I like being called queen, like, though. Hey, you like being thank you. Queen. That must be something hey. within me that they see. That must be something within me that they see. I didn't ask to be called queen. They acknowledged it. The queen in me. Thank you. Right, and it was you know. So, but, but I mean, you still not get now. You not answered my question, Jessica. Come on now, let me ask you again. How many times? What's stopping you, you from calling a brother? I told you I don't think you do that. I said hello, how you doing? I think that's good enough. I mean, if I feel like I'm supposed to say something more magnificent than that, then yeah. But I mean, acknowledging and not acting like I don't see you, I think that's good. Okay. Well, let, let me ask you another question. Let me ask you this way. Let me ask you another question. How did it make you feel when he called you queen? It just made me feel like, oh, okay, you see it too? That kind of thing. I didn't I didn't okay. take it all the way. I'm like, oh, hey, you know, I, I spoke to the guy. Actually, the next time we had a conversation. Um, but it's just, it's just like any other person that you – I don't know why people like it. Tasia knows this. People like to talk to me in the story. I don't know. But, uh-huh. I mean, it, it didn't make me feel bad, but it didn't make me feel, um, I don't know, super excited or, like, 
heart drop butterfly. No, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm oh, just... exactly like Zoo, because when I, I remember when I cut my hair off. See, when I, I went natural before this was a big thing. I've been natural for over, how long? It was 2000, yeah, geez, over 10 years. So I remember when I cut my hair off and I wore like a small afro, I, it was not popular, but I felt like my hair was a crown and I felt like a queen. Like I felt like this uh, is, um, I felt great. Okay. You know, me, if that is how I felt. And hold on, hold, hold on, no. hold on a second, because we 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 got to get to the bottom of this one right here. You felt good when, uh, at minimum, you felt good when he called you queen, right? At minimum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's just minimalistically. You felt good when he did that. So. Let's look at what mm-hmm. he did. He, he he called you queen, so he was trying to. He, he might have been trying to flirt. We don't. I don't know. You know, he, that was his way to try to so. get in the door and get closer. It. I don't know. We well, you don't think so? Mm-hmm. We don't know what no, his real intentions were. No, no, no. Let's let's stay right here in this part right here. Okay. We don't know unless we talk to him and ask him directly what he what was going on inside his <laughs> head. So he was. He was saying, hello, queen, and that put a smile on your face and made you feel good, right? So he put out the, that was a way of showing love, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. the whole point I'm saying is you ain't got to walk around and call guys queen because sometimes they might get carried away and think you want them or something like that. What I'm saying is this. <laughs> He put out an energy of goodwill towards you. You you acknowledged it. You spoke back. But I started out by asking the question, how many times he's called king? But that's really not what I'm asking. What I'm really asking is how many times that you deliberately went up to a brother to try to give him a sense of feeling good. That's really what I'm asking. Where you will, you know, as the next brother I see, I'm going to say something to make his day. That's the question I'm really asking. Because here's, here's my point. You don't have to answer it. Here's my point. As you know, the woman's role when she bears a child is, the, you know, the man all he does is plant that, that sperm with the egg and that, then it splits into, then into four, then into eight, then into 16, then into 32, 64, and so on and so forth, right? Then it becomes a nine-month human being. So the, on a spiritual and physical level, the woman is, is a nurturer. She makes things grow, right? Mm-hmm. So this is where we get lost. A lot of sisters stop the growth of making things grow with just birth. What? If you just, they, with birth, they stop the growth, that, that role of making things grow with just the birth process, having a human nine, nine months, having a baby. But if sisters conscientiously walked up to the brother, because we, 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 we've been beat up. We've been incarcerated. We've been disrespected. We've been having the cops called on us by white folks and our own women. And I'm here to testify to that because my own ex-wife called the cops on me and I'm just sitting there trying to do my my show. Lied on me. Right? Mm-hmm. So 
we got the cops coming at us, not just from the white folks. We getting them called on us from our own counterparts because they upset and can't get their way. You know, that's just in my personal experience, right? That's not everybody's experience. But what I'm saying is, in my life of 51 years, almost 51 years, not even my own mama has walked up to me and said, hey, I team, you're a great person. You, you the best. You, you, you good. Know where I got most of that credit from? My listeners. And in, and, and, and in one of my relationships. That's what I got from. But my own mama never said that to me. And the average sister has just, no, a strange sister has never, all the people that said it to me was people that knew me. And I did something that they liked, and they gave me that credit. But just out of the blue, just walked up to me and said, yo, brother, don't even know me. No sister has ever walked up to me and said something like, to, on, the, on the level of, hey, queen or, or king, ever. And I can, I can poll our audience and ask them the same question. What I'm trying to say is maybe it's time for the sister to do that. Because what you put out, the love you put out, the nurturing you put out, you're going to get it back. I'm telling you, as a man almost 51 years old, you do a brother like that, he will kill for you. He will, because that's rare. Because he ain't going to never forget that. I talk to other sisters who married all the time, and I tell them, just walk in, the house, walk in that room. Because you say you want love, you want recognition, you want consideration, but only for you to get it, you're going to have to give it back. You have to give it. See, everybody's waiting for the other one to do it first instead of being the first one or trying to, instead of being in competition with each other for all this silly stuff, how about being in competition by being the first one to say I love you, being the first one to walk up and give a hug, be competing with each other that way. That's all I'm saying. And that's why yeah. I asked you and I don't know. how many times have you done that. You know, I'm not saying that to beat up on you. I'm just trying to get you to see. Oh, I know. What but you I really feel like evidently, is you, evidently what you I put get. it out there. Evidently, I put yeah. it out there to receive it. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty much a, a decent level, kind person. I mean, like I said, I know who I you are. Because I, I talk I to you to all the time. I know you're a loving person. I know that. No, I know Chase is a loving person. Yeah, I try to acknowledge every, not, I mean, not going to say every, like if I miss somebody, ooh, I, she didn't speak to that person. But I try to because I know what society has done to us. So, like I said, right. I'm not going to look the other way. I've seen brothers look the other way. Oh, you don't want to speak to me? You know what I mean? Like, okay, you know, but hi, how you right. doing? You know, sometimes they don't want to, they look down, look away. Why yeah, are we like that? You know what because I mean? Like, we did, we did, so, back to what I said, lack of self-love. Yeah, because we don't recognize but, love when it comes our way. We don't recognize. A lot of us don't recognize when somebody's really loving and caring for us. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I'm, I'm guilty I'm, of that. Been, I, listen, I ruined my first marriage. That I can't say anything bad about that woman. Nothing bad about her. It was all me, and I tell people that because I wasn't taught or trained to know how to recognize what real love was. So I'm guilty of that. 
So yeah. that's it. And at that point, in that relationship, I came out of a bad relationship with my oldest son, Mom, and I took all that crazy baggage and brought it into that relationship. See, but it ruined that woman. Life. It ruined that. That's the same for yeah. that's the same for women. So, so that's what I'm saying. Let's be a little bit kinder. Let's be a little bit like there's layers to this. If somebody is he just thinks perceived to be rude or mean, there's a, there's something underneath that, and they're really true. like I agree. More likely I agree. a kind person. You know what I mean? So it's like well, there's internal. Right. There's reasons. I mean it's. There's just levels to this, and it's like I didn't, I didn't, I don't know what you've been through, you know, like not talking about stranger wise, like I don't know, and I can't just assume. I've learned that, I've really learned that by working with people, especially older women that seem so bitter. When you learn their story, you know where that comes from, and not saying it's an excuse, but that's kind of hard because that is trauma. But if there's somebody willing to listen, they can start with listening. If some someone that's willing to help you peel back the layers or just have a conversation, if you can just you can see that you can discern that that's what somebody's been through, whether you've been or going through something, you know that's not really them. If you can just have a conversation, if y'all are just at a park or just standing in line, you know what I mean. But then again, like I just said, I mean a smile and a and a hello will will make somebody's day. You know, I mean, right. if you feel led to right. say, remind them that you know you're a king. I mean, we just I we just say that more like to little kids. Cause shoot, it starts now. But you know, feel led to so, let that. Women do that. What? <laughs> no. Well, you say you're gonna ask. I, me I understand. No, because I think I actually gave. I ain't gonna get it. Get to get another. I ain't gonna get get an answer on it. So I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> Because I'm still stuck okay. on that king thing. Why, why, why we can't get called king? This out of the way. I, mean, I want a king. I can't. Do you know you're a king? You are a king. I know that. I'm just. I'm, you know see, I'm laughing because I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that validation. I'm just saying. You know. Hey, it's it's not be nice to hear, sister. Here, here. It'd be nice to hear a high pitch. <laughs> Sexy voice called me change, and I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> that would be He's nice, coming. you know." He's it's just an add-on. It is add-on. It's just an add-on. Like, wow, you know, put a, I, you know how much of a smile is going on my face if somebody walked up to me out of the blue and just said that. I'm like, "Yo, yeah, yeah." My first. It, Go ahead. it would change the whole outlook of my day. It would. It really would. You know, and I think you're right. We both need to do it to each other. We all both, we all been traumatized. We really are. We are suffering from PTSD to the 10th power. Yes. yes. You know, so we have to, will we, it's conversations like this that's going to open the door. Like, listen, mm-hmm. how do we do it? So now that you recognize that, so that means I'm starting to hear a mission here. And I've always said the sisters talk to the sisters and the brothers talk to the brothers, you know, because yeah. it, it, it's at a point where I've tried to explain myself, you know, to sisters. They don't hear me. Like, well, what are you talking about? You crazy, you know? <laughs> but so I, I left it alone. I said, okay, maybe a sister can reach him. Because what it is is, not all, you know, a large majority of our sisters are not ratchet. 
<clears throat> they're not bees, they're not hoes, they're none of that, right? Because I know really good, <clears throat> really good sisters out there, right? Really family-oriented sisters. I really don't have no company of that type of ratchet woman in my, in my company. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, the way mainstream media portrays our sisters and the way music, yes, is, the music with the evasive words is overcrowding what yes, the real what sisters. The, just the seminar I did with you guys in Ohio, all of those sisters was on the up and up. Mm-hmm. You know, sisters that a brother would want to marry, right? So that's there's more of good people out there, good sisters, good brothers out there, what's happening is yeah. the very few that are ratchet is getting all of the attention. Right. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, we like drama, right. too, so that goes viral. Right. You know, and that's what I'm saying. We need. To, I've seen black love being portrayed a little bit more, but I think even it comes, even for us, like, I opened up my platform to the public recently, but I mean, just to do more female, women of color, men of color, validating more of that. That needs to flood. I mean, just flip the media. Because there, there's this crazy lie that black fathers are not in their children's lives, and they are. Yeah, you that's know not that there are all. a lot of that, that <laughs> do not. I know. But that's, but it's, it's, it's not true. You know? And I Actually, know there there's is, a study. There's a study they did about black fathers versus white fathers. And the study showed that black men are more involved with their children's lives, spending right. more time with their children than all the yes. other con- counterparts put together. Right. And that's what I'm they you have don't shown see that. that, right? Because media they has don't talk about it. Make you, they take over and mm-hmm. the media, they do what they're supposed to do. They just, they do that to pers- persuade being you another way, to mislead oh, you. Yeah, and that's why a lot of you know what, the white women like think down on our black men. Like, oh, you're nothing. You probably don't have a dad, or you probably aren't in your child's life, or you're probably a man, woman beater. They automatically have kids. Yeah, like by so many right. different women. We know that that's true in certain cases, and then it's just um, in certain scenarios. <laughs> I got a cousin. There that are, and that like when you were saying about the woman. <laughs> You were saying about the woman yeah. that was mad at her brother married somebody white, but I know somebody in my family that was with somebody white, and because you know whatever reason why. But guess what? Mm-hmm. When the crap hit the fan, what did she do? Try to try mm-hmm. to get him in jail, you know? Try to call the police on the black man. So that's not even a safe space. They can think, oh, I went to this. I'm, no, I'm with this woman now safe. because black women are. You're, they're aggressive, they're angry, whatever. And you still that, gotta, I that, mean, a lot of them are still racist. I've dealt with white people that have black children that are hella racist. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like, <laughs> it doesn't, stop they, it doesn't yeah. matter. So, like, just because you mm-hmm. with her, oh, life is good right now. I'm not wishing, I'm not even talking mm-hmm. about that person that you brought up. But I'm saying, I have a relative that was in that uh, horrible situation. You know, and he was with this girl for a minute, and it's like, uh, but yes, now she she turned straight devil on him, really, like man, trying to ruin, try to ruin his life. So it's just the, pro- the problem with those relationships is this: if huh? the cops, if the cops would have been called on me by a white woman, 
other than a black woman. I think things would have been a lot worse for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You been yeah. I can say that with all confidence. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you see, the world has programmed the world. The, this system has programmed everyone. The first people you call on a brother is a cop, on the cops. And, but what's funny now is this. That tide is changing because now the sister is getting cops called on her too for every little thing. Yeah. More and more. More and more. So they got a, <clears throat> they got the brothers in the whole pattern. Now they're going after the sisters. See, this whole Black Lives Matter thing is about getting at the sisters. Let's let's be clear. Mm-hmm. This is they don't care about Black Lives no more than they did a hundred years ago. But this is an opportunity to put that that put their foot on a black woman even more. How? What are you talking about? Why, why, why do you say that? Who do you see on the front lines of Black Lives Matter? These white women, some of them waving dildos, black dildos. And, well, at least that's what they're highlighting because I see sisters out there, too. I see a lot of sisters yes. out there. But on the, on, in the media, they're showing white women. They're right. skipping the system, even lot. in that broadcasting, right? There's still more women so, out there, more black women out there. Yeah, it's a bunch of sisters, yeah, but, but, see, but the media mm-hmm. wants to paint a narrative. Right. So what is that doing? That's painting an image that, you know, all these white women love, you know, want to do something Amen. and make a change. And it's overshadowing the sister who really, that's, that's the one who really wants to change because the black man is her, is her father, her son, her brother, her husband, her yes. boyfriend. You see what I'm saying? So they, 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 that's where the real. I've always said this: the attack was always on a black woman. They just, they just used the black man to get to her. Meaning, they locked them up, they killed them, they abused them. You know, did all he made them lose the job. You know, didn't give them the job. But that was all to keep her down because they know the power is through her. You don't have a nation mm-hmm. with a, without a strong woman. You don't have a nation. And if you look at anybody who's successful, they always have a a, a, a woman right there. That's the real power, and I recognize that, that the real power is in the woman. Nothing grows without her. Just like the baby couldn't get here without her, nothing else would grow without her. And there's a movie that represented that. Moana, it's a cartoon or animated cartoon. Mhm. Did y'all see that movie? Did you, yeah. Did you see it? Right. Oh, yeah. They were looking for this jewel. They had taken this jewel and it and and it was just this 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 angry presence, demonic, so-called demonic presence, trying to was taking over the world. Why? Because they took her jewel. When they recognized what the truth was, her jewel was taken, and once she got it back, she was back to herself. What does that jewel represent? the divinity of the black woman. She has to be given that back, given that power back. The only way we're going to do that is to transform the mind, renew the mind. You throw out all of this bad education, throw out of this mass media, um, major media garbage that they're showing on TV and re-educate. Really got to rebrainwash. 
her into believing that she is the power of the planet. Now, I know a lot of people disagree. No, black women ain't no power. Yes, she is. And I can prove it that she is. Just by looking at taking you to certain neighborhoods where the most of the that neighborhood is dom- predominantly run by black women and she showed you the power. Only problem is that power is being is been manipulated and, and it's being used by the system in, a, in, a, in another way. That's not good for us. But you change that energy, that's it. Game over for everybody else. Game mm-hmm. over. And, and I'm going to tell you how, how uh, what's sad. This is a sad thing. A lot of our people don't want to hear this type of conversation. But if we can't have the conversation, how do we fix it? Yeah. How do we fix it? If we can't, even if we get in a disagreement about it, we have to have the conversation, even if we don't agree, because at some point we're going to agree. Yeah, because there's different perspectives. Everybody's lying. Right. You know? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But we've got to have the conversation. Yeah, we do. And come to, like you said, come together and do something. And the only thing I mm-hmm. can think of is this. Teach that woman how to love herself and be what God, see her how God see herself. She got to see herself that way. That's a good one. That's the way um, true, true healing comes from. Recognizing your power, your divinity, and the God in you. That's the only way. Oh, I I can just picture huh? next time you walk up to some woman that's not looking like her spirits are hot and low. You just be like, you know how God sees you? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. And I might have to preface it a little differently because I start talking God right off the bat. They'd be like, oh, they just itchy. Some people. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got to start well, off with something a little bit. <laughs> Something a little vain. Yeah. I love your hair. So I do stuff like that. I oh, see yeah. sisters out there. You know, your hair looks great. You know. Yes. Uh, what are you doing? How do you keep it? And, and then a whole conversation starts from that. I just, you know. Yep. You just reminded me. Somebody told me they like my hair today. Like before I pulled off. <laughs> hey, I like your hair. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's stuff like that. You, now, when you, I. <laughs> We gotta build yeah. the, now, when build I, each other up. When I say here looks nice, I purposely pick out the sisters that's doing it naturally, or even close to that. Mm-hmm. That's why I go mm-hmm. after. Oh, I love that because I know it's a struggle to try to do your natural hair with all of these. I gotta have yeah. my hair like I'm a white woman type know. images. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's tough because you wear your hair naturally. The first thing you walk in, I'm like. Man, how do you think gonna look at my hair? Wow. And that's just a woman's makeup. You know, and I know it's different from everybody's wearing the wigs and the weave and the you know, straightening it out. And here I am gonna re- re- show my natural antenna. Because that's what it is. It's an antenna. Right? And you in a, uh, you and you're you one person in a sea of zombies doing the same thing. So I know, mm-hmm. I, I know that that's 
right there will make a woman, uh, a sister feel self-conscious. So for somebody to walk up to her and say, hey, I love your hair. How did yeah. you, you know, it's Especially men. Right. Especially if it's a black man saying it. <laughs> yes. You know. We already feel we have to compete with them, the others out there that our men gravitate to or feel more prettier or, you know, because they are of different descent, you know, or you got to be mixed with something, you know, or people, you know, what else is crazy is when just to be pretty, you got to be mixed with something. What you mix with? Nothing. You know what I mean? It's just like, can't just a regular black woman be pretty just to be pretty, you know, just because she is who she is. I don't know. They, I think men don't need men or women don't need to do that to feel that or think that's a compliment right. just because women has long hair. Oh, your hair, you know, you're you're a woman of color and your hair is long. Oh, you're mixed with something or your hair is thick. You're mixed with something. No. Yeah. I get no. That. I, oh, you that got good hair. There's so much. You got good hair. What is what's you talking about? Good hair. What is it? Because it's got some waves in it. You know. But, now uh, that will that, now say that to me, that'll start a conversation, and that is not okay with me. I don't like to hear that. Right. That's one thing I don't right. like to hear. You know, right. so I'll educate so, you real quick in about two minutes. So. Jess, I got a yeah. I got a, a mission for you. I got a mission for you. Next opportunity you get when you see Steve, just walk up to him and call him King. What? <laughs> We are on the air. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tell him. Huh? He might be listening. <laughs> He's gonna be he waiting will be listening later. <laughs> He's like, hmm. Okay. Here That's what I'm talking about. You know, you know I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you, you do, I'm not saying you don't give him love. I'm just saying. Now, when he hears that, you might get a Lamborghini or something. I don't know. It just depends how 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 he hype he gets. <laughs> but you're gonna get something. <laughs> I'm telling you. We you know brothers are very simple. We 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 kind of vain too in a different way. So just that little thing. And every sister that I have told to do that to the husband on the random, I said, well, how was y'all weekend? He be like, yo, it was great. I said, see how? I said, y'all the power in the relationship. You dictate the tempo of that relationship. Yeah. You do. Because the man, every waking hour of the day, he's trying to please some woman. I'm telling you. I'm just spending my day thinking about my daughter. We hold the key. Just phone. Yes, y'all hold the key, and I'm trying to show y'all y'all power. So if you take that power, you know the man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm just saying that for the listeners. I know y'all know it. I'm saying because okay. there's people listening. Gotcha. I've got to reinforce this because yeah. I'm, this is how you change the game. What is that thing that Reverend Ike says? Uh, you, you, sometimes you got to fake it. Even when it's not the, the circumstances, the evidence don't look at that way. You got to be in that, 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 that feeling of it. So we got to constantly be in the feeling of love and giving and sharing and the prosperous thoughts and stuff like that because that's where all our blessings come from. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're going to do better, right? 
Of course. Women of color, men of, of color, we're going to do better. We're going to be kind. We're going to not flip just because someone has a little attitude with you. Men do too. Women do too. And just yeah, know that they have something yeah. that's inner, that's going on. Don't take it personally. And then, yeah. I mean, it goes deep. Because some people have mental health issues, and that's not addressed. And we know that that is yeah. under-treated in the black community. <laughs> so that's a whole other issue. Some so out what, there. Yeah, be kind and just go a little bit extra when it comes to complimenting or being nice. Um, you can compliment yeah. as you see fit or as you're led, but, you know, I try to make it a point to tell every little black girl that she's pretty, that her skin is pretty, and her hair is pretty, you know, especially the dark ones. I know, I mean, the light ones need it, too. Um, but bag on the dark one, I know what they'll go through. So, but it's yeah. also you can keep them from some things. Like I was telling you, um, for mine, that never to never wish her hair was straight. In fact, she had locks. She has locks. She's a little girl with locks. You know how I don't know. Make her a target if she's not confident in herself. If but you know, but natural hair is the thing now. So. Kids are now used to seeing it. I was doing locks and hair, my brother's hair, before locks was even popular around the, anywhere, really. Started when we were in high school. So I just like to be a little different. But um, so I just did locks on my brother's hair, and he was rocking on it, stuff like that. But, you know, to never have wished she was lighter, to never have wished that her hair was straight, I mean, that's just, I think that's an accomplishment. Um, because right. I remember the day I remember the day I wanted to be white, and I'll tell y'all why. This is random, but I this is it was only for one reason, and I and my mom just looked at me, <laughs> but she made sure she told my dad, and we had a conversation. But I felt like white kids didn't get whooping. Why I wanted to be white? <laughs> it wasn't because I didn't like myself, but I just felt like I was a child. This is a child thinking. You see those kids cut up. You see their, you know, I don't know. I had a different perception. My, um, my parents told me that wasn't true. I mean, I didn't get many weapons. I got the least of my siblings. But I'm just saying, I just, that's why I wanted to be white. It was weird like that. But other than mm-hmm. that, and then I, I learned racism from the white kids at school. They told me I couldn't do something because I was black. I was, like, in kindergarten. I was like, what? I'm not black. I'm brown. You know, and I go home all confused and talking to my parents. They're, like, telling me the whole white. Because I'm like, they're not white. They're peeped. You know, so literal, you know, as a child and our perception and things like that. But I did get teased in elementary once. Somebody acknowledged it, really, and said something mean about my skin color. And I never had that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I had, um, in high school, I had the first person to tell me I was pretty for a dark-skinned girl. And it was a grown man. And um, I just couldn't believe it. (laughs) But I never forgot it. So I'm not saying I can protect them from the world, but if you build the confidence at a young age, they'll know it, they'll believe it, and they'll know it for a fact, you know. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have lighter, lighter relatives, and they never made me feel any type of way, like sisters and all that. Mm-mm. But, yeah, so we just gonna, we're just going to do better. 
with the media from what they say about us. Yeah. So, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. That's about all I have. Um, that's it? I mean, that's all I'm going to talk about today. Okay. I think we'll save what we had. What else we had? I think we'll save it for next week, though. To be honest. What about your uh, your, your webinar on the gun stuff? What's going on? Where, where we at? Okay, you guys. We do. We have a webinar on how to purchase a gun coming up. Um, we're going to get that completed. We're trying to get it completed this week, so that will be up on our website, jcnews.com. Um, and be looking out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good webinar. The website too. Yes, get your consultation yep. with uh, them. They'll be happy to talk to you. Anything else? Um, just tune in every Thursday and every Tuesday for Truth Tuesday with our King and us, the Divine Connection Show, every Thursday at seven, both. Days, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And, 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 and if you missed last week's show, go back and listen to it. Yeah, y'all did. Yeah, y'all had a hell of a show last week. Um, Thursday and Tuesday was good. Your show was good on this past Tuesday, too. So. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate People that. People missed that. Now, I, I, I just have one last thing to say. Both of y'all okay. are true queens, divine queens, both of you. I'm talking to Cajun, Jessica. Keep it up. Thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I got to practice what I teach. All yeah. right, y'all. Uh-huh. Uh, y'all have a All good right, night, everyone. and I'm going to go eat, eat my dinner that's waiting for me <laughs> and I got cold. Yeah. Okay. All right, peace. All right. Peace.
of the sea, high of the sea, we like. 